Vince uh, Vargas here with my boy Bobby from Reaper Customs. Good morning. Yeah, we're going to be uh, doing a little podcast today, but first let's go ahead and hit with the uh, these, these sponsors. Sorry, it's early in the morning. Uh, we stayed up late watching movies, making cookies, doing like this crazy Christmas tradition that we have now in the household. And so, uh, and then I learned how to shovel snow for the first fucking time. So that's, that's what I did <laughs> yesterday. But hey, don't forget the sponsors. You got beard.com. Go check out beer.com. I own it with my partner, Luke. Uh, we're trying to do big badass things with it. I know we started initially. You guys probably saw Tank part of it, but eventually it just didn't work out with, with what we were planning to do. Tank had other things we he wanted to knock out, and so uh, we went our ways. It is what it is. That's kind of how business goes. But uh, beer.com, I'm hoping to grow this platform a lot more next year, a lot more focus to it. Uh, we obviously just released that video called The Man Behind the Cut. Did you check that out? Yeah, it was a very good video. Thank you, man. Yeah, yeah. If, if you actually took the time to watch the 15 minutes of it, it actually is a really good video. And what the plan is with those videos is to, it's going to go wherever, whatever direction the person sitting in the chair wants it to go. If they want to be inspirational, if they want to be funny, if they want to be serious, they want to be whatever it is. That's the goal. The next person I'm trying to have in the chair right now, I'm talking with several uh, large-named MMA fighters. So there, I mean, there's a couple of them in there that, that I'm trying to get. I mean, even to to Greg Jackson. Uh, you know, we've I've, I've thrown some te- thrown some texts back and forth with Greg, and the we've talked about it. If we can make things work with some of the bigger names, even Justin Gahey, he's a big favorite out there right now with the UFC and the way he fights. So that's probably going to be our next person in the chair. It's not a veteran-only thing. It's really just someone with an interesting, amazing story. That's what I want to have on there. So that's what we're going to try and do. And that's Beard.com. Go check them out, guys. They have all kinds of cool shit. Yeah, obviously, all the beard products you can think of. If you want to jump into straightrazors.com, you can as well. There's all the shave stuff. Uh, even if you have a beard, you're going to trim and you're going to clean up. You're going to organize. And so there's soaps, shampoos, everything for you. Check out Beard.com. You, you ever use Beard.com at all? I haven't tried Beard.com yet. Sport, you're sporting I'm, the clean shape. I'm sporting shape, the baby face right which now. Which is good. Yeah, it's What real. razors do you use right now? Have you worked on a straight razor yet? Have you tried one? I haven't. Dude, I'm going to give you one. All right. I think I have one here. If not, we'll get you one. You got to try, try a straight razor. No, yeah. no dude, I'm, I'm used to using the like the Mach 3s. And I'm the just, same. I just I'm I kept saying, dude, using those. There's a, so the safety razor is something that you should try. I have tried a safety razor, yeah, those but cool. not, I've never used an actual straight razor before. I might have one in my room. If I do before you leave, I'll, I'll give you one because I and I have so much of this shit now. So. Right on. Uh, one of our other sponsors, you guys, don't forget, warfiretobacco.com. Warfighter Tobacco. Uh, we just got all the Nicaragua cigars in. These are fucking amazing. Um, if you guys haven't had them yet right now, they're flying off the shelves. They are flying off the shelves for Christmas because everyone's trying to get them for their Christmas or New Year's parties. Uh, you can go from any range. There's the 5.56, there's the 7.62, there's the 50 cal, there's your garrisons, there's your fields. All, all six of those are different blends. And then you also have the victory. The victory is your up more higher scale. That's your, your, what do you, what do you want to call that? I don't know. It's, you're going to pay money to, to smoke a victory cigar. But I have one for you before you leave. Don't forget to remind me. I'm getting hooked up today. There you go. Yeah, I'm going to give you one of those. But don't forget. But those victory cigars for me, hands down, is is my is my celebratory cigar, right? I have a few things coming down the pipe right now, and I can't really mention 
everything what's going to happen, but something pretty huge that might be getting released sometime in January, February. Uh, and if it does, obviously that's the day I'm going to smoke a Victor cigar. Right on. And, and I also smoked one because I got the whole package. <laughs> <laughs> I'm finding a reason to smoke them any other time. But, guys, don't forget to check out Warfire Tobacco, Warfire Tobacco. Uh, these, these guys are all solid dudes. I've had them on the show before. I'll have them on the show again. Uh, if you guys are just looking for a not, something not as expensive as a victory blend, if you want to try something different, I recommend your 5.56 Garrison or your 7.62 Garrison. Those are my other two favorites in the bunch. If you like a Morduro, something darker, something stronger, another one of my favorites is going to be any of the 50 cals, right? That's going to have uh, that's going to have a more a bold flavor. It's going to hit harder. And if you're looking to catch a buzz, those are the 50 cals of what you need to have. Those are, I actually, I took them to San Antonio and I smoked them with uh, my father-in-law. And this first puff, he's like, <laughs> he, ended he ended up coughing for 45 minutes and he was looking at me and goes, what's in this? I was like, a lot of good stuff. A lot of good stuff. Yeah, exactly. A lot of good stuff. It was, it was more powerful, more, it was more uh, pungent, I guess, if you will, than the other cigars that he was smoking before. So I gave him a pack for for Christmas and uh, they're just, they're just fucking great cigars, man. I'm happy for him. I'm happy I got them. I'm happy the company went the route that they did. And I think it's just going to be looking up and up for uh, Warfighter Tobacco in the future and what we plan to do. A lot of cool ideas we want to do. There is an idea of getting a location in Nicaragua and we can bring veterans with us to experience the full cigar experience. That's all in the works. And if, if the company keeps going the way it's going now, then this is definitely a possibility to probably start in in. in 2019, which I think is beautiful. You know, the, the company is a bunch of veterans, so we always want to do veteran things. And we thought, like, man, wouldn't it be nice to be able to bring a, a, a couple veterans out there and check out the whole system that we got going on right now for Warfare Tobacco? I mean, a fucking, it, whether, whether you smoke or you don't smoke, it's a good vacation, a good way to get away. That'd be kind of cool just to go through the whole experience, like make your own cigar type yeah, thing. Like that, how there's I agree. Uh, places it's, in Vegas where you can go and make your own uh, AKs and right, stuff you like can that. Make so your you, own, you can make your own blend of, going, of, of drinks. You can make your own, all yep. kinds of different stuff. So, this would be a cool thing we're working on. There's a lot of different things we're working on. Obviously, they support the podcast, and, and, and I love the boys of Warfire Tobacco. Uh, another one of my sponsors is uh, the Combat Flip Flops. You ever had them? I haven't worn them yet. You haven't worn them I've yet. I've seen them, and I, I follow them on social media and everything. I see their posts. Here's something like, crazy, dude. People don't know this, that two of those guys were in Alpha Company's 2nd and 75th Ranger Regiment with me. Yeah. Yeah. They served with me. Like, no shit. Fucking Lee is a, a forward observer. He was there for some of the most more serious raids that... that, that uh, that Ranger Battalion have had, or at least some serious missions that Ranger Battalion has had at the time before he got out. And Griff was the officer, the forward observer officer. I forget what they call it, the FSO, I believe they call it. And uh, Griff, those guys just had a good career. They had a solid career in the Ranger Battalion. The funny thing is, Griff saved my career. I've talked about this before. Like, yeah, yeah I left my, we we're doing a big land nav course and shit, and I fucking was excited to be up. My turn to fucking lead the troops, and I, I plotted my point, and I got up and fucking took off. And what happened was I felt like, fuck, I'm moving fast. These guys are falling behind. I'm a fucking stud, right? I'm thinking, like, I'm a stud. These guys, they, they, can't, they can't touch me. And then I realized the reason I'm moving so fucking fast, well, I didn't have my fucking gun on me. I didn't have my rifle. That's an asshole pucker moment right Bro, there. Bro, that is a I'm getting kicked out of Ranger Battalion <laughs> moment. As I was running back, McGriff was right there, and he goes, here, you idiot. Go fucking talk to uh, Sergeant Schmidt, Sergeant Schmidt later, and I got smoked that night. But it is what it is. That's your boys. Go check them out at uh, Combat Flip Flops. Combat Flip Flops uh, uh, again, another one of those dope ass companies. They do a lot of stuff. Um, 
to help with educating some of the women over in the Middle East and as well as rebuild schools. Yeah. So it's an awesome company. Check them out. Uh, another one of my sponsors, Reaper Customs. You want to talk about them? Sure. Uh, so Reaper Customs is a veteran-owned and operated business. Yes, it uh, is. What we do is uh, we just do, for the most part, is metal art. Um, yeah. I've got I've got bottle openers. I had Christmas ornaments that I came out with. Right. And just... Uh, All kinds of stuff. Here, here's the cool thing is that pe- people probably know you more for the military-type art, but they don't realize that y- you can do anything. Yep. Anything that you can think up, if you want done, if you want him to customize, if you want... If behind us on the on the podcast, there's a big old sign, it's a Lead Singer's Whiskey sign. He did that for the podcast. Uh, there's anything you can think of. You, you, what did you make for Strike Force Energy? Uh, Strike Force Energy, I did a big... Uh, it was a four-foot by four-foot fire pit. Yes. And they absolutely loved it. No, it was beautiful. Sean... Sean Message me. He's like, "Oh man, this is so you know." He's he loved it. I think I'm going to need a Vinnie Rock podcast fire pit. I'm sure that we can make that. Yeah, happen. We, you had to bill me for that one. Let me know how that's going to cost because yeah. I, I would love that. Uh, so you guys check out Reaper Customs. Where can they find Reaper Customs? If you go on to Instagram and Facebook and you type in at Reaper Customs Co. So Reaper Customs Co. You'll find it, and Boom. then uh, ReaperCustoms.com is the website that we're getting back up. We took a small hiatus small hiatus from we moved from arizona up to utah yep. and had some setbacks so we're back up and operational and starting to get things back going hopefully again. we'll have hopefully we'll have Kaz up here too and we just keep helping each other grow man i'm hoping to to, to keep growing with you guys absolutely true north another local company that i'm working yep. with the true north motor company um i just ordered my dad some gloves and some shirts because he's like what is that company i like it i'm like well it's a company of my buddies it's yep. really good yeah <laughs> and so got them you know you got you got your True North, you got Reaper Customs. You obviously got your Black Rifle here in town. You got Let's Singers Whiskey, all the other ones. And we also got Willie Pete's Chocolate. Willie Pete's Chocolate, he makes all his chocolate at his own house from the gardens of Eden that he created himself. Uh, Willie Pete's Chocolate, honestly, if you guys never tried it, it's fucking awesome. It's good chocolate. He's supposed to be sending some. I didn't want to bother him right now throughout the holidays because I'm sure he's busy as fuck. But, hey, when you need to, when you have a chance, go check out Willie Pete's Chocolate. Lisa Beds is my last one. Lisa Beds is my favorite, but I, I'm pretty sure they're going to drop me. They're, I don't think they're going to keep me as a, as a sponsor. No? No, because I forget to talk about Lisa Beds all the time. But I do talk about them here and there. I just, I don't know. How do you promote a fucking bed? You just got to tell them how comfortable it is That's to what sleep it is. in. But it is, it's the best damn, I've never gotten through a movie yet. We sit there and watch a movie and we're like, no, we're going to sit on the couch and watch a movie or else I'm going to fucking miss the movie. As soon as I get in my bed, I want to fall asleep. That That's a good advertisement but right there. But there's no, yeah, I, yeah, but I think people think I'm full of shit. This is a fucking good bed. I don't know about any other bed in a box. I never had any other bed in a box. This is the bed I have. I have a Lisa bed. It's L-E-E-S-A bed. Check it out. If you guys are interested, the promo code is Vinny Rock. You get some discounts on any bed you want. If you have questions, man, hit me up. Ask, ask a question. Uh, and that's it for the sponsors. That was a fucking long one, dude. That was one thing I forgot. to. Uh, I, I made your own uh, promo code for my site, too. You did? What's the promo code for Reaper so Custom? If you go on and you're at the checkout, you go type in promo code Vinny Rock, it'll take 20% off the order. And if so. 20%, that's actually really good. 20%. That's better than any I, other I sponsor. I hope your listeners up. There you go. That's more than any sponsor here. Hey, let me ask you. So if someone goes on the website, um, so you have already have specific products already on there, and then if someone wants a custom, they just email you? Yeah, there's a, there's a contact yeah. portion of the page. And they just hit me up, or you can uh, DM me on Instagram or the Facebook page. Um, any way you can get a hold of me, people can just. I've I've had about three or four different requests right now about they want custom fire pit made. Yeah, the fire they pit's want, cool one. Uh, a sign made for their shop, or they want uh, something made for their significant other for Christmas. Yeah, it, that's you know, good. So, you ever made a grill? 
Uh, I've made a grill out of a 55-gallon drum and a 30-gallon drum welded together. Yeah, that's nice. It was uh, definitely an experience. Yeah. Well, it's funny when someone gives you something, you're like, I've never done it, but uh, I definitely can. It's going to take some time to figure out, right? And, and that's what it like. So the way it works for me is if, if I can't do it in my industry, there are, you know, there's plenty of other companies out there. There's other veteran owned companies out there that do the same thing that I do. And I've, you know, it's, it's kind of like, uh, how our veteran space is, or you, you know, a guy, uh, yeah, exactly. So, you know, a guy, I always know a guy. Vinny always knows a guy. So I've kind of gotten into that too. If, if I can't do something, I know somebody that does. No, that's, uh, I think that's the big, the big thing I do. I think a lot of, uh, the success that I've had in recent years is by knowing a guy, right? Is exactly is the networking part of the veteran community where you already know there's some kind of association by serving. And then there's people outside of that as well. You know what I mean? I think the reason I became an owner of beer.com was because of networking. I originally was one of the owners of huckleberrybeer.com. That was with, uh, Corey. Me and Corey, I wanted to grow the business in a certain direction. He didn't. So we decided, okay, it's probably in best interest for me to sell back my shares. Yep. Sold back my shares and partner up with beer.com. My goal was to hopefully build, a, like, like for me personally, the way business in my head is, like, I never want to fall in love with my brand, right? It, it's a business, right? Yep. My, my goal is to hopefully somebody wants to buy me out for everything, right? Like, right. hopefully, I'm hoping Lead Singer's down the road, Lead Singer's Whiskey, someone says, hey, here's fucking 20 billion. You're like, fuck yeah, later. You know what I mean? And what I do with that money is whatever I want, right? Or split it between all the parties who, right. who own it. And then what I do is go and start another whiskey company down the road or a tequila company or something, right? Something in I can, space. I can see you starting a tequila company. Uh, dude, I, I, am, I can't say I haven't been looking into it, right? I've been looking extensively into that and so but that's the goal right and so with the beard uh, huckleberry beard Corey started it and Corey didn't want to it, it was i guess it was it's scary man you have your own baby and you don't want someone to come in and fuck it up or steal the shares or just kind of take control right so i completely understood where he was coming from and so we both were like hey let's just do this and so we just went our ways um no 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 disrespect i think it's a great company huckleberry beard is is awesome i think fucking Corey's a great dude you know what i mean and so it's just part of business is in me learning and growing as a businessman is that there if if you can grow grow right if you're not going to lose too much like what essentially is if I if I take less out of my work and make more money, well then shit, that sounds like a good idea. Absolutely. But then it becomes like like I wouldn't want to I don't want to lose all my shares either. So right. there's always this f funny thing. I would love to see beer.com get bought out, right? I'd love to see right now because it's still in its infancy stages. Um, we're going through ups and downs with the business, but you can't deny the fucking name beer.com. Oh right? no, you, that's like it's yeah exactly that's it right it's there. huge yeah so if we can get some uh you know if we can get some air into those wings and and see it fly a little bit hopefully a bigger company goes hey i want to buy this out for fucking 10 mil whatever the, whatever it is right all it is like hell yeah snag swap what's the next business i'm going to invest 1 million right into exactly. you see what i'm saying so yep. it's just gonna, for me it's like it's kind of that saying it, it it takes money it, it takes money to make money and I'm noticing that more and more. You know, a lot of the sponsorships that come from from this, any of the people that pay me for sponsorships, a lot of it goes into video production, to buying equipment, 
just it goes into it me. It goes straight dude. back into right. It. Like most of this is going into my comic book. Right. I'm paying right yeah. now. Have you seen the comic book? I've seen you doing. Uh, I've seen you doing posts. Yeah, about dude. It. It's, so it's awesome. That let me tell you about that because it's kind of it's fucking. It's a perfect time to talk about it. So the same guys that do the artwork for my family art, those family art is, is stuff like I'm doing for. I'm collecting them and I'm going to be doing a family kind of book on like all the trials and tribulations of this family of this family like everyone has their shit right i'm gonna be talking about my shit right like raising six fucking kids a blended family a puerto rican fucking wife three fucking dogs a giant ass fucking bunny like like just the fucking madness that's happening in this household at the time but there's a lot of learning points right there's a lot of things raising a teenager raising a teenage girl dealing with social media dealing with a five-year-old who who is baby's mama right who who who's i mean who's a who the mama's boy right and i'm trying to raise into a man yep dealing with one son who doesn't want to do anything with in the physical aspects of sports he wants to be more of an artist and another son who's just completely a fucking athlete who doesn't want to pass school right, right? like yep. every fucking kid there's some fucking dramatics to it and so those drawings that you see that I do with my family are all going towards a book. Right. And so I'm just, as I pay for them, they come out, I'm just posting them because it's yep. just cool content. I talked to this guy about a script I wrote, me and, and, and a partner of mine. We wrote, and I have a writing partner, me and him, we team up because he writes a lot faster than I do. So I kind of blot it down and we go back and forth and then we do edits. Me and him came up with the concept of Sugar Man. You might know his name. His name is Billy J. It's kind of hard to work with Billy J. nowadays because a lot of other issues we have with Range 15 and not him per se, not, not, not me and him per se, but just the business side of things. Right. But either way, we, we both, it's my story that he put together for me and we, we added some shit to it, right? So I'll never not give him credit for where credit's due. <laughs> but Sugar Man essentially is a story of, it. I started writing it because I was in the Border Patrol. I, at the time, was going through a divorce. Uh, my my kids were living in Arizona. I'm living in freaking in Eagle Pass, Texas. Uh, I had enough money to pay rent, which was $200 a month, and pay my car, which is, I think, $300 a month, and then just about another 150 for the month almost, like like chump change, right? Because yeah. my ex-wife was, was, was penny-pinching me. Right. I slept on the floor for four years. And and as I was there, I'm sitting there within the first year of that. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing with my life, right? Like, I'm sitting here working my ass off, paying for, for my kids, which is that's all I ever want to do. But getting divorced to a woman who's a fucking pain in the ass. And I was just miserable, dude. I was drinking a lot at the time. I was kind of alone because uh, in the military, you know, I had all my friends, and then and then when I was even in Arizona, I had a couple uh, Ranger buddies that I drink with quite a bit, and we just kind of just get through it, right? Like still dealing with transitioning out of the military and into something new. I'm dealing with the border patrol as a new guy. They're treating me like I'm a fucking noob, and they treat me like I'm an idiot, like I don't like an need- FNG, right? And I'm like, no, the fucker. Like when it comes down to it, they're all gonna want me there in a firefight. They're all gonna want me there in a fucking fist fight. Exactly. But they treat me like as if I'm the fucking the lowest scum of the earth, right? And they play those fucking newbie games, right? Oh, yeah. Like, hey, fucking new guy, go do this. Your, like, your initiation. Right. And yep. I'm just like, man, I fucking hate these dudes, right? Like, yep. they don't fucking know who who, they, who I am or what who I'm capable of. And who I can help with. Like, how I can help with them on the border instead of exactly. just using me as a fucking tool. Yeah. And so uh, I was in a dark place. And I started thinking, and this is legit, I started thinking, like, you know what? What if I just went into Mexico? 
What if I went in there and started fucking jacking money from these cartel dudes just for the fuck of it, right? Not right. for any other reason. Not that I need the money. It'd be nice to buy myself a little bed because I'll sleep on the yeah. floor. It'd be nice to buy another car because I'm driving this kind of this Manny wagon, right? This weird yeah. wagon thing, right? And, and I'm like, you're a dude. You want a dude shit, right? I want a, I want a dude truck. I want to feel like a fucking man. It'd be nice to fucking buy more tattoos. Just, just shit, right? And so I was like, fuck, it'd be dope. And, and, I, and I started really researching. I started really going deep into this. Like, I'm, I'm grabbing my beers. I'm sitting at my, this little fucking shithole house in a room. I'm sharing a room with another grown-ass man. That's how bad yeah. it was. And I'm fucking plotting this all. Like, this is how I would do it. And I started writing it down. I started fucking talking about, like, telling myself which areas I would enter, which would be the easiest ones they wouldn't see me in the locations. And as I'm doing this, I'm still aspiring to be a writer one day. And I'm like... Fuck, I'm obviously never going to do this because I would lose my kids. <laughs> right. Like, I would lose my kids. Yeah. And they're all that, that I ever had. That's that's all. That's what I breathe for. You you're, you mean you are very similar in this yeah. aspect. Like, that's all we have. And and so I chose to write the story. And so I wrote the story, man. And, and it's, it's that's what uh, Sugar Man is based on, me writing all these journals about, about what, you were, what you were thinking about. What I was thinking about doing. actually doing. Yeah. I was thinking about fucking taking out the cartel. And, and single-handedly for, for, no, for no reason just to see if i could right see if my training was proficient enough and as well as for the chance i can fucking die by the way of the gun yep what else did i have going for me i didn't have my kids anymore i didn't have my fucking wife that i had for 10 years right i didn't i didn't have anything right which everything was a blessing right because a couple years later i got full custody of my kids you know, and now I've met the most fucking amazing woman ever. And so life is obviously better now than it ever has been. But man, those dark fucking corners that my head went. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. Yep. And so that's what Sugar Man is. It's talking about it's that. And, and people are like, man, it sounds a lot like fucking Frank Castle. I was like, dude, it does. And I was watching the show. And I'm like, dude. Did, did you watch the Netflix yeah, show? Yeah, I did. I did. I and what, what sucks is I, the script is in my hand and I'm watching the show. I'm like, that's the exact same thing. There's some similarities yep. there. Yeah. And I don't ever want to come off as I'm stealing people's content. Like, yeah. fuck. I would never steal the Punisher's content. This is a little bit different. This is actual. So a lot of the stuff I'm writing in comics are actual missions that I've yep. tweaked into a, a little bit more yeah. fun. This is just real shit, right? It's like shit that I've actually lived. Uh, you know, things that, that me, and, me and my partners actually have done or might not have done. And I wrote into the story to make it look like we have, right? right. So yep. it really brings some fun stuff to it. And then I saw Sicario, dude. You see part two's coming out? I haven't even seen that Motherfucker. show. Motherfucker. Watch that shit. Yeah. I think Benicio Del Toro does, does an amazing job, but it's another one of those border fucking things. I, I'm always fascinated with it. The border, drugs, cartels, the fucking, all that shit, dude. It's just interesting as fuck, dude. And it's, it's to me, it's it's the war on U.S. soil that 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 we could all be fighting, and it's fucking fun. Right. That that all a lot of us veterans fucking look for is another conflict, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and so fuck, man. So you haven't you saw the the Netflix? Uh, I saw. I I did see. I I binge watched that as soon as it came out. Dude. Like, a uh, day and a half, two days, I was done watching that. So I'm not the biggest fan of the actor they chose to play the Punisher, but I don't know any other actor that could have done the emotions he does. Yeah, he did a good job. Yeah, he does the really, I mean, exaggerated fucking, he's deep into it, right? Absolutely. I think it, I think it's good. I think he did a good job. I think that the show was cool, and I'm curious to see where the future goes with it. Fucking, uh, I don't want to fucking t get any, you know, I don't want to... You don't anything. spoil anything. Yeah, any spoilers. But no, the, the actor did a really good job, a great of, job. of playing Frank great Castle. Job. And the other thing for me, why the fuck is his haircut so shitty? <laughs> That's Hollywood, bro. <laughs> I was laughing at his haircut. I was like, 
Dude, that haircut is not like a Marine. It, I don't know if that's a typical Marine haircut, but I'm pretty sure it's not because it looks like a barracks cut, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's definitely barracks. Guy. Yeah, that's unauthorized. That's uh, not authorized in the AR 670 1. Fuck, I got my first four U's recently for the reserves. Yeah. You, you know what that means? No. So if you don't show up, you get a U. And that's a, uh, I think it's an unauthorized absence. And so nine of those gets you kicked out. So you're on four. Now I'm on four. So I just five I, more to go. I know. I'm, tr- I'm doing my best to fucking. Is that because salvage the, my that, career? That's because all the recording and yeah, it's because I'm busy being, with yep. busy filming the Mayans MC, build, building, busy filming this new project that I'm excited to announce here soon. Hopefully, it's shot show. I'll let you know. Fuck, it, you know what the worst thing about filming this kind of shit? And most people know that most people kind of heard it through the grapevine of what's going on, but like I just won't be the one to say anything, right? But you don't get to reap the benefits of the of, of the the fruit of your labor. Right. Right? Like, what have I done for so many years? What we, we both, we film, like the Drinker Bros News. We work on the Drinker Bros and News together. And uh, you haven't done it in a while, right? You're yeah, taking a hiatus I, there as well. Yeah, I'm on a hiatus from social media social as a whole media. just to deal with... Fuck social media, dog. I wish life. I could do the same. <laughs> but uh, no, uh, filming and producing that kind of stuff. I mean, that when you're doing it yourself yeah. and you know, you're not making money off it anything, you're just having fun with it. Right. It's... It's a whole lot of fun. Yeah, and and the cool thing is that we film it, and within like three four days, it's out. Yep. So like you don't have to wait. Yeah, you're not doing like post productions and edits and fuck, bro. Waiting months and years for that stuff. I feel like nothing fucks with my head more than that. Than 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 being out there filming, doing doing fucking good work. You're like, dude, I'm proud of that shit. Cool. We'll see it come out in five months. Like what? And then the other thing with that too is you're. Um, at the mercy of the editor, like, Correct. oh, that that didn't look good, but that may have been your favorite part of the recording, Correct. and they just cut it because they didn't like the way it looked. Oh, dude! Once I'm able to start talking about this project, there's going to be a lot that comes out. Not bad, just just things I'm learning. You know, yeah, what I mean? life lessons. Yeah, a lot, a lot. I mean, even just being on on set of Mayans, dude. You know, um, your motorcycle was the first one I got on and started, dude. <laughs> What you? I never got you like. Uh, I know you. I know you wrote it a couple times. Wrote it a few times. What'd you it, think of it? It's good. It's yeah. good. So what scared me on yours was that the throttle. It's like all of them are like this, yep. right? Newer ones are probably a little bit more. Um, they probably bounce back faster. The newer ones have a yeah. bit, better. My mine sticks a little bit. Yes. Yep. And so that's what I noticed in yours, and it got me nervous a few times. Yep. And then you know, when your first time riding, you get nervous. You put your feet down. Oh yeah. So I'm doing that shit for yep. a little bit, and I'm thinking like, stop doing it. You're gonna break your fucking ankle, idiot. And so, um, how'd you like them uh, them ape hangers with your arms way up in I, the air? I like. You know, it's funny. Dude, it's comfortable, wasn't it? It didn't bother me at all. Yeah. Dude, I got a motorcycle in there. I got a, yep. I got a I got a 1979 Harley. Yeah. It is a. What do you call it? What do you call it? Not a not a cruiser. A sportster. A sportster. Yeah. Right. So it's obviously a little small for me, but I think it looks good. Well, that's what mine was. Right. But like I said, I on mine because I'm you know five ten. Yeah. I put the tall handlebars on it and I put uh, forward controls on it. You let you stretch your legs out a little bit and let yeah. your arms get out there because before I was I was crouched over on that thing. Yeah. I looked like a big gorilla on a little. Well, that's the thing. I, I want to do this. I want to fix this one a little bit, but. But uh, I don't. I don't want to put too much money. I got an opportunity to get another one for twelve thousand dollars in L.A. A buddy of mine, and I'm thinking about. He, he's allowing me to make the payments on this. So right. I'm probably going to do that, man, because I, I think it's. Fuck, dude! I don't want to go out and buy a brand new fucking crazy thing for 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 my first bike. Right. You know what I mean? Like, well, now I have this bike here. I got to fix it. It's probably taking me about three hundred, four hundred bucks to fix this one. A few. I want to get new tires on it and get fix a couple things. But all in all, it's a decent bike and it's going to be good for me to just get comfortable. Uh, the fucking shitty thing is that we're in Utah and the weather's fucking shit. 
The uh, right about uh, Thanksgiving was the last time I've been on my bike. Yeah, it was. Uh, I think it was like. 38 degrees that day did you get to ride with true north i didn't get to i had uh, some other things i had to handle no it's good i plan to i plan to get to get a lot of us together hopefully ride with true north starting soon as this this uh weather breaks uh we'll get a, as many of us as we can we'll get out there and ride some cruises jess has some awesome cruises man that are yeah. fucking i rode one right here in salt lake uh the salt lake was it utah lake yeah I, yeah i remember you talking about that on that the episode, utah lake so. holy shit that was crazy and so um, I just want to get really good at writing and so I'm comfortable get, especially on set man like the Minds MC thing to me is like me and my wife go over this back and forth right like I want to be in the film industry but I just don't know how far I want to get into the film industry you see right. what I'm saying like last thing I want to be is five months gone from the family again that's yeah. just fucking that's stupid to me right like, absolutely so it doesn't make sense. It, it, I didn't build a studio in my house to be gone, right? right? And so that, so that's both of our fear. And she keeps, t- she keeps throwing hints at me when I'm like, man, I would have loved to gone. Like Sicario two came out, right? I'm like, fuck, I would have loved to go on the movie. She goes, are you really trying to do this acting thing, right? And I'm right. like, I'm like, nah, not really. But the right roles, I think I would love to, right? Like, pre- predominantly Latino role that's fucking a badass dude. I want to, I want to fucking shoot for that, right? right? I, but I don't think I'll ever. I don't know. You, I don't want to shoot myself down. We'll see where the fuck the entertainment world goes. But uh, well, you're doing good on uh, the the dads and parks. Yeah, you haven't been on a while, but well, I haven't because I haven't flown to L.A. Right. So January, I have a couple openings and dates. I might fly to L.A. for about three days, film some dads and parks, and then film um, Freedom Jerky, Freedom Jerky commercial. So I am yeah. now one of the owners of Freedom Jerky. I forgot even to mention that, but Freedom Jerky is is, is it's cool, man. Like like five of us got together. One guy knows his beef jerky real well. Kind of like the same kind of thing of like Black Raffle coming together. Like one like Evan right. knew his coffee real well, and right. then all the guys jumped on board with marketing and yeah. stuff. Similar to that is one of the guys knew his beef jerky real well, able to get USA fucking everything like hundred percent fucking this and that and this and that. Like it's just quality ass fucking right. beef jerky. And then hopefully using my platform and several other dudes' platforms, we're able to bring in some sales for beef jerky but a lot of that is going to go into warhorse and warhorse is also going to be working with herosports.org right so warhorse is another one of those nonprofits that they have a big old ranch and so we, they fly veterans in and, and do their little program and as well as the sports thing is pretty big for them and that's where we come on is as, as hero sports comes in and helps out with the sports programs yeah so we're, we're, we're it's it's going back to the veterans hopefully you know and, and if things go well and and so far we had good feedback it's good it's good fucking beef jerky and so good feedback and hopefully it goes but you know i need to get to la to film those to film dads and parks to meet with an agent because I, I i don't have an agent so I, I, for some reason now i need one you're getting to the point where you need one right and yeah. it's and it would as much as i don't want one there's i need to protect myself as well right you know so that's got to get figured out and then dads and parks as soon as I get there I got to film with some dads and parks yeah I haven't been in a while because I'm not there if I'm there fucking it's on dude me and Jamie man we get along real well oh those those episodes with you and him dude uh, that guy's so fucking solid he's one of the funniest dudes I'm working on a few other projects trying to get me and him working together um it's just it's just a crazy ride and I'm still trying to do more right you know what I mean like you got the comic book you got the the man behind the chair uh, I'm working on five shots for freedom. Hopefully, get that produced here soon. Finally, uh, it's just crazy, but obviously, it's kind of exciting as fuck too. You know, you miss the beginnings. I miss, 
I miss Article 15 of old. I miss me, Matt, and JT sitting in a sitting in a garage, thinking of a concept, filming it, and then drinking some fucking beers and enjoying it. You see what I'm saying? Like I know exactly what you're saying. I know there's simple. a lot of people that that miss that too. It was simple. Like like me and Matt were the closest fucking dudes ever, and and I was also probably I, I probably should have spent more time with my family, but I saw what Article 15 could be. Right. Early on, man, I was talking. I got interviewed the other day about this, and the early on, is like, what, why did I walk away from the board for, for for Article 15? I was like, because I got some emails directed straight to me saying, Rocco, I've, it's awesome to watch what you're doing. You inspire me. You motivate me. Blah blah blah. Those emails like fucking way heavy, right? Like exactly. If you see that you're you're affecting a veteran's life, knowing that you've went through hard times yourself, knowing that it's a it's a weird time for veterans to to that are transitioning out, you know, and having them say you're the reason that they didn't kill themselves, you're the reason that they're motivated to go do this, you're the reason they're fucking joining the border patrol. Nothing's more inspiring than that. Nothing nothing motivates me more to do more. Well, that that's the beauty of social media i you know i yeah. i have a, a love hate relationship <laughs> with social media yeah so the beauty of social media is that you can reach out to anybody right and say hey you inspired me to do this or uh what you did caused me to do this so i mean similar situation when it was uh 2015 you guys were getting ready to uh film range 15 yep about that time frame uh you were in uh, El Paso and right. you'd put something up that you were looking for state flags for your home. Yes. Gym. And I reached out to you and I sent you an Arizona state yes, flag and I hung and, it and you did. And then from, I mean, that's, that's when we started talking. We started I mean, like right then and there, we just started BSing back yep. and forth about whatever. And then you started jumping on board more and more and helping more with drinking bros yep. and, and, and making that Arizona community what it, what it was. Arizona was one of our bigger communities, went through some hardships. Oh, <laughs> I don't even want to talk about what happened. I know. <laughs> it, it, it got handled, though. It, well, it's funny, man. We can even just talk on that for a second. But Drinking Bros, for some reason, there's guys who thought Drinking Bros was a veteran-only group, and it wasn't. Drinking Bros initially was started, one, so veterans had a place they can vent on and, and also never drink alone. Always, You always had someone to be able to talk to. Right. Didn't Whether matter they what were, time of day it was. Right. But if you make it only veterans only, you close that off. You actually, you start you start killing off the opportunity of people that are out there with, with opportunity, with networking, and just friendship. Exactly. And so it was like, we never made it a veteran only. It was veteran heavy. Very veteran heavy. Veteran heavy veteran because, because of the fact of- first and responders. L right. But why? Because that's fucking our majority of our following. Yeah can't fucking help that man you know yep. and so when guys are like oh you guys have turned pc i was like fuck no we didn't man we want to make this a place that's comfortable for everyone if you're the type of dude that had the humors like fucking baby killers right like those guys are cool man there's a space for you it's not on drinking bros right it's somewhere right. else it's probably on grunts only or weird yeah. shit right you know what i mean like there's there you a go. There, there's the next thing is instead of farmers only, you got gruntsonly.com. Gruntsonly.com. <laughs> you don't have to be lonely at gruntsonly.com. Who makes the green grass grow? <laughs> <laughs> so it's just one of those things like people got offended because they thought that we were getting PC. It's like, no, man, we're trying to make a comfortable uh, habitat for everyone right. to exist. Females, males, uh, veterans, non-veterans. Like it, it was just a place, a community, exactly that, a club, if you will, for people to go to. 
and and have like-minded uh, you know ideas yeah, like-minded, and, and, like-minded individuals right. or, and they don't not everyone agrees with some of the shit but as, as long as you're a fucking believe in america damn it yep. you know what i mean and you're not a fucking asshole drinking bros was the place yeah and those are the things that i miss i missed how the, the the simplicity of what we used to do you know matt hands down started a fucking tidal wave of veteran entertainers veteran social media entertainers Matt started that. People want to say he didn't, but I think Matt started it at the level that Matt did it. Let's do it that way. Because you had Ranger Up making videos. You had other companies doing it. But for some reason, Matt's format just fucking went well. With his, what, what, one of his first videos was the rap battle, wasn't it? That got uh, posted? That, or is that it? was probably his second. Yeah, the first, you know, he had a, a few that one with, um, or the how to be tactical. I, yeah, no, tactical was later. It was it was, what the fuck was it? But I I remember and he's he's talked about it before too. Is that the the rap battle that was that, one of that the, kick, the that, I that, mean that that kicked it up. Yeah, that went nuts. And, and then right after that is that. when I got on board. Yeah, he made that. That was just him doing his thing, dude. Yep. Um, him and JT partnered up. Uh, it was cool how they met. They met through fucking Facebook and and. Matches that, that, that story man. of how JT and Matt met. Uh, I don't. I think they did. They talked about that on. Uh, at the time, it was Blackhearted podcast. Yeah, yeah the way yeah. they met with with a Facebook, a Facebook was, message or something. Yeah, a Facebook like that. message yeah. on a, on a page called something like Big Titties or something. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like the the stories, big guns and boobies or yeah. some weird shit like a weird page. Yeah, and uh, you know, and then it went from there. When I got on, involved, it wasn't about. I, I just told Matt like me and Matt were friends in battalion. He was in town. I was like. I helped him just shortly before that. He was him and his brothers were doing some uh, weightlifting stuff, and so I helped him get their shirts printed at a buddy of mine. My first because you knew a guy, because I knew a guy, <laughs> right? Exactly. So I, I first started my first company at eighteen. It was a t-shirt company called Rooster Head, right? We talked Rooster about Head, that. Yeah, I remember that. My partner in that his name's uh, Brian Olson. Brian Olson owns a t-shirt printing company still in L.A. I sent Matt to him to get his shirts printed. That's I how heard th- you were going to be bringing back some more of those shirts. <laughs> Dude, I got the artwork and I haven't printed the shirts. <laughs> it's so hard running all this shit together, right? But I'll, I'll figure it out eventually. I gotta hire my mom or my dad to come in and just do all the all that shit I don't right. want to do. Yeah. You know? yep. But then, you know, I said, "Hey, Matt, if you need help with anything, let me know." Matt said, "Yeah, I do. I'm gonna be heading out. It'd be cool to just have you there if, if JT needs anything." Me and JT live right down the street from each other. Right. So I showed up one day for a picture. It was the the dolphin rape shirt uh, promotion. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't even know what I was getting into. I'm like, yeah, whatever. And I'm like, holy shit, that's a shirt, dude. Like, yeah. that's a shirt design. That I think it's terrible. But he, and JT, <laughs> it's so funny. And I'm like, okay, sounds good, dude. So I put on this shirt that was way too tight and took a few pictures. And fucking Matt just was like, bro, this is the funniest fucking thing ever. I'm like, ah, dude, I'm down with whatever, man. So yep. it just grew. And then we did a video together. The tactical was probably, we did how to be a veteran. Right. And then it was just, it grew. And it's just, for some reason, the dynamic that I don't think you'll see ever again, or it'd be hard to fucking come by. It's hard to reproduce. To reproduce me, Matt, and JT. Yeah. Everything was authentic. It was. It was, well, it was so pure. Exactly. And that, you know, so now you're going to be seeing a lot of people that are going to, they may be authentic, yeah. but it's it's just not going to be the same. It's been done. Yeah, and that's what's going to happen. Everyone's like, oh, you're trying to be like so-and-so. Well, I tell people all the time, it's like, dude, there's only one Matt Best. Yep. Anyone that wants to try and do that again, 
I don't think it's ever going to be as successful. Right. I really don't. And and that's just my fucking opinion, right? Like I think anyone that tries to be the the over emphasized over the top personality talking about this in the veteran world is essentially fucking harnessing a little bit of Matt Best. Right. <laughs> you know, and people are going to see that you know, you may be entertaining right. and you may be funnier than Matt Best. Right. But everyone's going to go, "Oh, you're that's just like Matt Best," and then you go, "Fuck that!" Yeah, exactly. Fuck that. They're all You're get just mad trying to be like Matt Best, and then they'll get mad, and they'll just start hating and for dude, no reason. Dude, I think have you ever heard of like diapers and Pampers? Like everyone calls them Pampers. Like no, right. Pampers is a brand. Yeah, it's it's a diaper. Yeah, it's exactly what that's, it is. That's what happens. It's exactly like yeah. it, you you cannot see the funneling effect of of trying to do it because everyone's used a similar format. If yep. they didn't use the same format, they did it in a different manner. It, it might register differently. They find a formula that works and they stick with it. Yeah, man. But that's the thing is what, what Matt JT understood was social media pretty well. And that's why you were able to uh, pretty, hit. Pretty well is an understatement. Right. Exactly. Those, those guys are geniuses with exactly. social media. So. And so I sat back and just kind of just watched and said, whatever you need me to do, man. Like, yep. you know, and so I helped out with the fucking customer service. I used to upload all the f- fucking shirts. I used to run all the social media. I used to run all the messaging, you know, and all right. that stuff. And so, and that's remember, 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 uh, five Bravo. Mm-hmm. I created Five yep. Bravo. That was my that. creation. Do you remember that? This is how it happened. And this this is a weird thing because a lot of people don't know this. And maybe maybe the industry needed to hear it. Was I started Five Bravo because f- fucking Article 15's, uh, sorry, Drinker Bros was getting too too vulgar right. and too aggressive. And a lot of guys wanted a place like that. I was like, cool, I'll make Five Bravo. So I created Five Bravo so no one would know it was created by Article 15. I had four other people manage it for me. Right. Cody being one. Aaron being another, Ben being another, and several other people have come on board. Right. As it started to grow, it was like, holy shit, Five Bravo is growing just as fast as Drinking Bros. What are we going to do with it? I was like, well, we can make it a business, but if it's a t-shirt business, I can't do it. Yeah. It's it's just not right. Like, I, I'm all about just doing the right thing by business. Right. But I also was under, the, I told them, I was like, at all times, Five Bravo is always going to promote an Article 15 video. It's going to share it, right? For me, it was just another place to share. Right. You have another audience. It to... was controlling the fucking demographics, right. right? I knew exactly what the fuck I was doing. We right. created a page that fucking blew up. We were sharing viral content. We were doing all these fake text messages, fake emails. You remember it all. Oh, yeah. Like and the helicopter start... mom story. Right. And, yeah, and we yeah, said yeah. all the band of Bravo and, and all this stuff. Yeah. Then it started kind of getting out of control because they started making chapters like Drinking Bros. I'm like, fuck no, dude. Drinking Bros already has chapters. If you guys right. want chapters, go jump into a Drinking Bros forum. But Five Bravo stays Five Bravo, right? Band of, Bra- Band of Bravo stays Band of Bravos. And then it just kind of started taking form in a different light. And I'm like, dude, this is this is starting to like get out of my control because I don't have time to run all the fucking Drinking Bros pages and all the fucking Five Bravo pages. And then fucking then, then there's a business and power struggle. You know, yep. I put this much money into it. I think I fucking deserve this. And I'm like, fuck it. You guys have it. Yep, take it. Take it. I'm fucking done, right? Yep. So I walked I I handed off a fucking potentially million dollar company if they right. knew how to run it right, right? And I don't know. I, I haven't paid attention to it, so I don't know what's going on with it. But either way, so then right away, they jump on board with fucking Grunt Style. Which is a major competitor of Article 15. Yep. And I'm like, bro, you fucking guys fucked us. Like, that's the worst thing you can do is bring 5 Bravo, the the the, the entity that I created. I created. Now, I didn't grow. They all helped me grow. Right. Everyone helped me grow it. And hand it off to fucking Grunt Style, a, a competitor. That, that makes no sense. Right. 
And so that's kind of where like the business is business. People make their decisions based on money and all this other stuff. And you know, that's the direction they went. Right. And, and it is what it is, right? Like I haven't even talked about that for years. Cause I don't even give a fuck. Like, yeah, whatever. I know there's still going on and yeah. it's good. It's, it's a, in the rear view. It's, so. It is what it is. But I was trying to make that into what I wanted to see five Bravo do was be kind of like the validating. And it sounds weird, but I see where it could have been the validating community where, where I say that and say like, here's a fucking award for a veteran community, a veteran business that's doing fucking good things for the community. Boom. Right. Here's the five Bravo award. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Bullets, booze, babes, whatever the fuck it was like the right. five. What the reason I called it five beads was because five different bees that are fucking dude, yep. dude shit. Right. Bacon, whatever the fuck. Right. That's why I called it that. Right. Right. And so it was for me, I was thinking, well, that's where it could probably be. It doesn't have to be in a space of business, but it can grow. Right. And there could be sponsors down the road. It, it can make money. But the real goal is like, using that social media platform to, to be lucrative and fucking, you know, so I walked away. Yeah. But those things is we're, we're, we're early on in the time. You're talking early on in the time of social media and military fucking groups and communities right. that are being grown and built yep. and destroyed and fucking businesses just shit, you know? And, but that was the time when article 15 was flourishing, man. And I knew when article 15 was killing it when I went to shot show and we couldn't walk fucking 20 feet into the, to the floor. Without someone saying, hey, you're... We got stopped, yep. and, and then once those pictures were done, got stopped, and once those pictures got stopped, and about 25 feet in, we're like, let's just go eat, dude. Because yep. it was almost pointless to go as a group. Yeah. If we broke it up one at a time and kind of ran through, it was cool. But, I mean, Matt, Matt's life is different. Matt gets stopped for everything. And, you know, and, and the guys would notice Rocco here and there, and it started, right. you know, it started... And then the year after, it got even more crazy. Where, like, obviously, I see the popularity where, like people really know who the fuck I am right. and obviously who Matt is and we're doing range 15 shit and it's just got fucking nuts. Yeah, I think uh, <laughs> uh, you guys were promoting range 15. 2015 at the Chateau. 2015, yeah. Yeah. So uh, on social media up until that point you were heavy promoting it so that's when yeah. everyone really started yeah. knowing who you guys were. And it got crazy, dude. Yeah. No, dude, I wish it, I wish it was still, part of me wished it was still that. I probably wish it was just still simple Let's think of a new fucking video concept. Let's yep. go to the garage and fucking write it out. Let's fucking bullshit, drink some beers and go to the fucking range. And, but in reality is like, I think we all knew like the life expectancy of a YouTube fucking star is short, right? Like you got to evolve. You got to evolve. If you don't, you're going to, you know, it's it, not to necessarily sink or swim, but if you don't evolve and get fresh content, someone else like that, is going to come up and kick your ass. It's going to get stale. People are going to get tired of it. Right. And so that, I, that's exactly what we had to do. We all evolved. You know, um, JT and Matt uh, went forward with with Black Rifle, and and they're evolving that, ever ever evolving that. They're continuing to evolve that into what it is today. They're growing that to a major business, and it's their its primary focus, yep. which is, dude, more power to them. Business is business, and this is this is how it goes. Um, I I went into the acting right. I right. I, I evolved in that direction. Yep. You know, I'm still trying to focus on Let's Singers Whiskey as much as possible. Article 15 is kind of stagnant. It's tough. And that, yeah. that's hard to see for all yeah. of us, right? But I mean, we're 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 still coming up with designs. We're still coming up with shirts. But, um, dude, trust me. I think more than anyone, I would love to see Article Fifteen, fucking jump back on and and start kicking ass again. Yeah. And and like we were competitive, man. We started. We were competitive. We wanted. There, there's be, a lot of people who like to see that. We 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 wanted to we wanted to kick ass of every other fucking company out there, and that was why it was part of the fun was 
creating a shirt that fucking no one thought of or a uh, or a mystery shirt no one oh, thought that, of <laughs> me I, was, I have the uh the last mystery shirt you guys did the Which shark post one. Oh yeah dude i still have that shirt and uh, i grabbed it out of my closet today and i was like uh well i i grabbed uh, uh Derek's yeah, shirt i can't so. wear half the shirts I, I used to make <laughs> so so the last time i wore this shirt Derek won a belt Oh, he at did. The, so that that's, that's, he's wearing he a straight legless clothing <laughs> shirt. That's Derek's line. <clears throat> he's not completely crazy active on it. He does it whenever he wants to, but that's yep. Derek. Yeah, Derek. that's Derek. Derek's on his own timeline. He does whatever he wants. It was Derek's birthday yesterday. Happy birthday, Derek. You know we love you. I miss you. And we're coming up to the end of the podcast. Yeah. That was a cool conversation, No, dude. it was good. I enjoyed that. Yeah. This I, kind of stuff that you need in your life. I haven't talked about the past in a while of, of, of trying to get you know what we did and reminiscing and being part of article 15 well you got to remember where we yeah. came from right like i remember where we came from i remember our humble beginnings of fucking just hustling hustling oh yeah and now it's like it's you know they say you, you know um fucking more money more problems i wouldn't say there's more money but but the bigger we got became more problems with with competing with people targeting us and trying to be better than us and in it and and just learning business and understanding business better and and us trying to evolve with business it was just a, it's been a trip man i mean i think all of us have taken a hit i mean all of us have went through a different relationship yep we've all gone through either a divorce or or a, or a separation or yep. or a change of relationship we've all we've all just gone through eras i mean let's see that started in 2013 it's 2017 now yep. right so people change in five years oh, Pe- yeah. people grow people people's personalities you know uh sitting there always trying to put on a face to entertain the community does get exhausting it, it does wear on you a bit and and that's why i talked about before in one of the earlier podcasts was like you can't base your social media as your successful business because the person no. who's who's growing that social media it gets old it gets exhausting well if if you're doing social media as a as a as business only as your primary yeah what happens when instagram goes away what happens when facebook you know everything just like disappears yeah, you have to have a foundation you have to have the foundation of business you know the the search engine marketing you know yeah so it's tough crazy i'm going to i'm going to shoot mad at text right now be like what up bitch I talk, I texted him last week, but uh, we're trying to get together. Their schedule so fucked, dude. So real, real quick, um, uh, I think about a month ago or so, uh, I was up at the Hill Air Force Base. Yeah. At the uh, the class six. Yeah. And my phone goes off, and it's Matt. He's like, "How's it going?" I was like, "You know, yeah." Is, that's all. You know, I text him back. I said, "Hey, it's going good. What's up?" He's like, "Oh no, I just want to check on you." I was like, yeah. "Well." cool he's a good dude man <laughs> oh yeah a lot of people don't know the, the real side of matt yeah you know matt's just a, such a simple chill cat likes to play video games drink in his house and for and for it. someone that uh you know dead of winter walking around in flip-flops, flip-flops and board shorts all day yeah chill he, wear, he wears a hoodie <coughs> or yep. or a jacket but it's still shorts and flip-flops chill as fuck it's funny as fuck so. dude all right man hey uh hey matt if you listen to this you know i love you buddy uh all the way back from the days of of mosul when you were a private and i was a private i was the senior private at the time <laughs> Didn't say much about me. I was just an older fucking private. They call that a private major. Yeah, private, private, major, private, of the private Army. major. No, man. Uh, all you guys, Article 15 fans, JT, Matt, you know I love you. I miss you guys. Anyone that's listening, um, shit, 
Thanks for listening. Uh, I know I've been fucking sketch on the dates I put. I just put them out. I just record and put them out. There's no fucking stopping for me. (laughs) Because my time is crazy. My my schedule's crazy. But anytime I get a chance to stand in front of these microphones, I will. I'm going to be taking these with me to uh, to Arizona for a Christmas break. And I'll be having a podcast with my brother, who is one of my favorite dudes in the world. I'm going to Arizona right after Christmas. Oh, right after. Okay. Damn, I'm going to miss you. 27th through the 31st, I'll be there. Nice. I'll be here. So... Hey, Bobby, it was a pleasure having you on here. Guys, don't forget to check out Reaper Customs. Again, you can check them out on Instagram, on Facebook, Reaper Customs. Reaper Customs Co. So Reaper Customs Co. Reaper Customs Co. Check them out. Uh, I'll post a picture on Instagram and Facebook so you guys know. Uh, Bobby is a veteran, veteran-owned company. Bobby works his ass off to fucking do what he does. Uh, give him a shout if you guys are looking for something cool, a new idea for your family, friends, or your wife. Hit him up. Thanks for listening. We love you.